Ben and Rob interviewed Vernon Wells, star of Mad Max 2, Commando, Weird Science, and lots, lots more. Currently starring in the Christmas tapes, available on Amazon Prime right now. So how are you guys? All the better now. Doing good, man. How are you? I'm I'm wonderful, thank you. Just um, you're good. I'm I'm still waking up. Unfortunately, I've been flying for the last. Yeah, you've had a you've had a busy run recently, eh? Yeah, I went over to Japan. I had to do an opening of a film I shot with a, a Japanese director, and that Whoa. released in Japan at the uh, the biggest, well, the second biggest now because they've got the biggest one in June next year. Um. This huge comic con over in Tokyo. I mean, <laughs> I've got. I've been to big mm. comic con. This yeah, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just went. <laughs> <laughs> really, and I wasn't part of the comic con. I was there to oh, promote wow. the movie. Uh, oh no way! Uh, we did that, and they were kind enough to take my wife with me. She's Japanese American, and her family's family, no basically the the yeah, yeah. Uh, all live in either Tokyo or the Tokyo suburbs and Iwakuni. So she came with me and when we finished, we went down to Iwakuni for uh, three days and visited all of her because she wanted to trace her heritage, which was really yeah. interesting because, you know, I, when I was like, wow, this is really cool. Then we flew back and I basically said, hello, goodbye. I jumped on a plane and went up to Sacramento to get ready for another. Yeah. This film over. yeah you did a uh, you did a comic book store signing recently yeah, right we did a comic book store which yeah, was yeah. cool. um <laughs> but uh yeah we did that and then we uh went to the uh screening the next night um mm. for the show and it went over really well yeah but i've also done one we did one rob and i did one uh with australia four o'clock in the Oof. epic morning Jesus. They had opened it over there. They'd had a screening and they wanted to do a, a, an online mm. question and answer. Yeah, yeah. That, like four mm. o'clock. It's like, yeah, guys, you're <laughs> out. It's our blood. Yeah. But, but it was uh, it was fun. And now That's awesome, man. You too. Good. Um Go well ahead. we've we've started recording and rather than scrap the lovely chat we've been having already, I'm happy to say we're we're kind of already in. Uh if if that's fine with you. Well we'll yeah. strap an intro on the front once we're done and we know what the, the conversation's been. I, but um we'd have loved to have been at that that um that con. We we just went to a con recently and, and met Danny Trejo, who you worked with on a music video produced by Felissa, right? Yes. Uh, Felissa was uh the producer and I, I did two of them. They had mm. one, and then yeah. Anne said, "We really <laughs> like him, so <laughs> we want him back in the next one." And Bliss said, "Yeah, but you killed him in that one." She said, oh, <laughs> "Make it a brief." <laughs> I love How- that. It was very funny. <laughs> I did two for them. They were really nice guys, and and it was really cool being with like every villain that's ever been on film, like all playing villains. That was yeah, just it's wonderful. A great, it's a great video by a great yeah. band. Everyone likes Slayer. You can't not like Slayer. Everyone loves Slayer. Slayer were one of those bands when I was growing up. I sort of they were already huge by the time I was sort of coming into music, and so they were this big sort of cultural well, titan. And then you sort of come across them, you're like, oh, I get why now. I get why now. <laughs> I uh, I went to go see Slayer the once, and I thought it would be a great idea to get my nipple pierced on the way to the to the to the, uh, to the show. 
Because I didn't think it was going to be that rough. And then I got there and it was, everyone was just mm. insane. So I'm literally running around the room, like with like my hand, like cupping over my one tip, <laughs> trying to keep everyone away from me like this, but also whilst dancing. And then uh, uh, at the, the last song was Rain and Blood. And stuff started raining from the scene. I'm wearing a white t-shirt and I've just had my nipple pierced. So I'm already <laughs> pissing blood down the one side of my shirt. So this just offered like a nice little bit of camouflage so I could leave the room and everyone wasn't just sort of like, why is that guy's tip bleeding? You know what I mean? So it's a nice experience all in all, man. I, f- I, feel, I feel left out now. I'm the only one without a Slayer story. In <laughs> uh, look, I mean, that's better than some of the films I've done. <laughs> <laughs> the visceral fear of a new piercing in a, in a rock gig. Is it? Right. Uh, man, is it, I like that. Is it? Honestly. Is it true you were in lived. a band called La Primitive <laughs> with uh, Angry Anderson when you were in your younger years? Way, way, way back. What was the story there? So you, you were in rock before? Uh, Gary and I grew up together. Right. Uh, he was oh, okay. like probably seven or eight blocks down from where I lived. Mm-hmm. Um, in Melbourne, Australia, and my mother was a uh, uh, in her early years before I came along was a songwriter. Oh, fantastic! And she wrote country western. And um, oh wow, I was really the only one in the the three kids that had any interest in anything mm. that was like that. And mm. uh, so I started working in bands, and I'm very young. And um, Gary and I got together, and you know what. GA's liking me was just <laughs> how did you talk about you getting your nipple pierced. He went and got all of his teeth filed to points, you know, and you're like, Jesus. Oh, oh, I can't think of anything worse, man. Uh, but uh, then, he, he, then he moved out of that because that was just a, mm. a fun thing that we I moved on. He moved on. He he went into Rose Tattoo. He did, yes. Yeah, yeah, which is mm-hmm. where we're at. Very big. They were huge. And, mm. uh, yeah, but he had all the rose tattoos all over him. Gary, my holy, truly. Um, but he went into that side. I was never that enthralled with the heavy metal, bang, clash, crash side of, of rock. Mine, mm-hmm. I was more inclined to the like the lighter side of rock, mm. you know, the, the, the really cool bands. And uh, journey and things like that, you know. Super I, cool. I, I nice. Re- <laughs> I really got it there, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, so we we sort of we've always been friends. We still are. We're the greatest of friends. And, and it's, I mean, he's Sir Gary Anderson now. He for is, God's yeah. sake, he very much is. I give so much mm. grief whenever I see him, <laughs> Sir Gary. Long <laughs> <laughs> man, for short man. <laughs> What's hilarious about that story is that that's the second time I've seen you give my co-host that reaction. The whole T Rex arms. Ugh. It was the teeth filing uh, that you just mentioned, yeah. and uh, in the Christmas tapes with the with the foot horror that's involved in your character's fantastic arc. <laughs> oh my god! He was, you know, when they when <laughs> Rob first approached me with it, he really didn't know how to talk to me about it, which was really funny. You know, and I went. Oh, for God's sake, spit it out, man. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, well, we're doing this this found footage tapes of these, um, you know, three mm. stories, and we'd love you to do one. And I said, okay, which one? He said, well, Santa Claus? And I went, uh-huh, what's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> kind of, and I went, I'll do it. <laughs> nice. 
Santa Claus terrorizes someone and does horrible things. Yep, yep, yeah, you got yeah. me. Lovely. And so I, I, I'm involved in it, and uh, we just had so much fun. I mean, it was just amazing that <laughs> when he let me go, as he said, he said, I couldn't keep on a chain. I had to just let you go <laughs> and watch you. I just had so much fun. It was, it was just really, really cool. Even when we were watching it um, on Wednesday, mm. he uh, before that, one of his friends was doing a film, and he had said to Rob, can you possibly get Vernon to do this little thing I need in the film? And, and Rob said, sure, we can do it at the school because it will give all the kids uh, some good practice. Yeah, and I, yeah. Uh, and the minute he told me it was for all the kids from the school, I said, of course I'll do it, no problems. And we did it. That's incredible. And it was like... Four very long pieces, and um, we we got them done. Uh, we got done about three or four times, and the director was like, "Well, that that's cool." And then Rob went, eh, "I'd like to do another one." I went, "And then the director was like, uh, "What would you like to do? I've got everything I want." And he said, "No, I think you might like this." And he said, "Let's just." Uh, Unchain the beast. <laughs> with Vernon doing it himself. And I went, I hate you. <laughs> so we did this one take with me just because some of the dialogue that I'd be doing, mm. I, I, if, I, if mm-hmm. I'd have had a choice, I would have moved it. But now I did have the choice. Fantastic. So I, nice. And um, I put it all together and uh, did the whole thing. And when I finished, the director went, well, I just screwed up my theory. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he's now got he, he's got all these points that he can edit, edit from, which I thought was great. I loved it. That's awesome, man. This kind of this kind of leads me into a little bit of the uh, a little bit of the Santa. Uh-huh. So we spoke to Rob and Randy, and he they've mentioned that it was a lot of improvisation and a lot of yep. um, just kind of detailing. A route like a path to travel, you know, like A to B, and then yeah. letting the actors do them. Yeah, he, he did that, which is incredible. But it raises <laughs> it raises questions. It does raise a lot of questions. <laughs> it raises questions because essentially, your sinister Santa Claus is a perfect representation of why I have trust issues. <laughs> um, you st- <laughs> you start off as this sort of like super lovely, super friendly. It's when you were first on screen, I was like, oh my God, I just want to have a cup of tea, mm. sit with a blanket and just, you know, chat about the day. That's what, that's what the Santa was giving me. <laughs> and then at some point, and I, I've watched this film maybe four or five times, and I still can't pinpoint the moment when you switch to this sort of like evil, sinister, mm. toying with the prey kind of, you're going to die, but I need some entertainment on your way yeah, out. Yeah, so. and it's terrifying, but it's more <laughs> terrifying knowing that it was a sort of innate thing that you came up with. Exactly. <laughs> off the, not off the top of your head, but it was within you. That's that's the moment where we go, oh, maybe let's not go, let's not interview Vernon. <laughs> <laughs> let's be super nice. <laughs> uh, he actually, he does map out the scene, mm. then we mm-hmm. discussed it, and we discussed that whole mm. end sequence. Uh, to make it work. There's actually more of it, which he didn't include. But oh, God. I think time, time was a matter of concern at <laughs> some day. Yeah. But all the rest of it, the, the start, he, mm-hmm. he just said, you know, what do you want to do? And I said, you want to watch? And he went, yeah. 
Um, <laughs> he just wanted to to see what I do with it, yeah. and a lot of it is how I am in in real life. The the first bit, you know, when I'm talking to people, okay, there's that bit about when he says to me, "So, uh, where are you from, my mother?" Yeah. <laughs> oh. you know, your, but your mother's from Australia, right? And they go, "Oh, oh you're." Right. <laughs> that was all just plain. Yeah, and the yeah. sadder bit when I when he opens the door and he goes, "So." Who are you, Santa Claus? Yeah. <laughs> Who are you, Santa Claus? Not Santa. And to me, that was the the funnest part of that mm. whole thing was the fact that you never know who I am or who my wife None. is. Exactly, None. and that's the most fucking unsettling thing. Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus, mm. and that was it. And uh, I loved it. And uh, it's funny because Rob and I both have favorite things in it. Mm-hmm. Rob's favorite thing is when we're torturing him and I'm saying, mm-hmm. you know, ho, 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 Christmas. <laughs> and he, like, and I go, no, that's not ho, 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 Christmas. <laughs> Rob laughs because the guy can't hear And the other one is, is the I love the one where I go, I am the piper. <laughs> Dude, that moment is like, Oh God, it's like goosebumps because that I think at that moment you realize that you've gone past the point of yep. nice Santa Claus and now you're into sort of like deep territory, I'm fucked yeah. kind of Santa Claus, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, I, I just, it, it was funny because uh, Felicity, uh, because she was there the other night, uh, mm-hmm. her and Dave were at the, Dave was at the screening as well. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, she, she, we're great friends. Felicity and I have known each other forever. We've done mm. four films together. You know, I adore her. Amazing. And uh, she went, you know, I watched you on that big screen because I'm fascinated with how you work. And she said, your eyes, if you concentrate on just your eyes, are the giveaway. Mm. Because mm. your eyes, when you're smiling and happy, you have this glint in your eyes. Mm. And she said, then it goes black. And you go, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, yeah, how about that? <laughs> yeah, man. But it's it's kind of um, interesting that that it's it's such a, a wonderful little piece, mm. but there's many angles to it. I mean, the game, like the, the game goes from being deadly serious, yeah. we're going to kill you, to yeah. it's just for you, you know, there is a chance that you will get home. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I say you will get home. We don't tell him how he's going to get home. Very true. We get, yeah. <laughs> get home. And when we did that thing with the, we did that about five times. Mm. The bloody thing would come apart. It was like, all oh, right. <laughs> and when we finally got it to go bang, we jumped yeah. past the media. We went, well, well. <laughs> My favorite thing about Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus is though, is that at least they fulfill their contract. Mm. You know what yes. I mean? They get, they get the dad to where he needs yeah. to be. Yes, it's the, oh. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's the, it's the, I think at some point that's the most sinister bit because mm. you're like, you've got a moral compass to a point of, I need to do my job that I've signed up for. Yeah, I, I didn't say he was going to be alive. Nope. Right. I didn't say how he would get home in the box. Nope, I just exactly. said he would get home in the box. And he did the end of that when we ring the doorbell and we go, yo, who, who, Christmas, we've got a thing. Yeah. And she she leaves and I just stand there and go, as yeah. <laughs> no one knows who we are. We're just like Santa Claus. We could be anybody. It was it's just crazy. so much fun. I, I really, really enjoyed it. And, um, I love working with Rob and his partner and all the 
I, I, there's only three of us in mine anyway, but I love working. Mm. Well, I was, was going to say, you're a man who, who seems to have a, a pathological love of work. I was watching an interview with you on an American television station sat next to Arnie. And there's, th- oh, there's yeah. this sense that, you know, it's an interesting one because Ben and I have both had careers that we we were sort of tipped for i was i was in music ben was in in sales we were we were both going to do great things and we but we both got there and went oh shit we hate this Mm. (laughs) i was watching you sat next to arnie and they were very much the 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 sort of copy was like this guy's going to be the next stallone he's going to be the next lundgren steven seagal now you're in your 70s your career is i would say far more interesting than that but it's not oh yeah you know you're not being called mm. up to be in the extent expendables you are oh. doing 50 films a year so as I, yes, would I you do is there a, uh-huh. <laughs> is there <laughs> is there a, uh is there any bit of you that misses that sort of high end of hollywood no no i'm actually going back to it next year i'm doing two very very large films next year uh, okay ooh. okay but I, I have you know, to me, acting's acting. Mm. It doesn't, you know, if someone comes to me and they say, look, I've got a script and I've done a couple of amazing films from people who have just contacted me mm. first and contacted Joseph and said, look, I've got this script and I've got like $200,000 to make the film and, and you would, I, I wrote the part hoping you might. And I said, send mm. me the script. And I've read mm. them and gone, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I've contacted Joseph. Joseph and I get on extremely well by manager. Mm. And I've said, Joseph, I'm doing this film. And he's gone, there's no money. And I said, don't care. <laughs> and I did That's film. amazing. And mostly because I love helping people that want to get there. You know, mm. they've, they've, they've got a limited amount of money, but they're, you can see it in their eyes how much they want this. Yeah. Yeah. I have more fun on those shows than I do doing, you know, a $100 million film. Yeah. Because you get love that. with your crew, you know. Mm. I love being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I'm doing the the big hundred million dollar films, you're you're cloistered in your cabin. You got a truck takes the bus takes you everywhere. You got people yeah. who stand up for you when you're lining up a shot, which always bores the shit out of me. Why can't I? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We have a double for you, really. <laughs> but it's that whole thing of of there's a difference in. I think attitude. Mm. The smaller films, uh, it's just, you know, the most wonderful things happen on the spur of the moment because you have that uh, latitude. Mm. When mm-hmm. you're a big film, you have no latitude. The film is written, these are the words, this is what you'll say, this is how you'll do it mm-hmm. um, because it's money. Yeah. Yeah. But on a smaller film, it's like, can we change that anyway? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you, you, mm. What do you think? Well, I'd like to do or do it. You know, because they want to get the best they can get. It's only going to take another five minutes, so mm. they're not worried about video to, uh, on um, uh, thing for God's sake. So yeah. they they don't care yeah. wasting film. True, um, that's amazing, man. Yeah, so they just let you go for it, um, and you get some great stuff. I mean, really, you do. I I did a film with. I it's actually my when I was in it called Frost. Oh, it was on our watch watch list, and we we didn't get around it to. It. I ended up watching. Um, we we sort of sp- you've got a quite a large catalogue. So so Ben did Mad Max Two and Commando, which I've seen multiple times. And weird times. Uh, and weird times. I did uh, Circle Men because I'd not seen Circle Men or Last Man oh, Standing. I love that's 
Yeah, that's one of my favorite movies. It's a great movie. It's a great. Mm. Were you just naturally in shape always? Because you, there was a period where you were just the buffest motherfucker that walked the earth. And as a man, <laughs> um, if I take my t-shirt off, it looks like uncooked bread. And I want to know what your routine is, man. <laughs> like, well, back then, <laughs> uh, uncooked bread. No, actually. That film and Road Warrior and Commando yeah. were all done after I'd finished playing professional football. Right. So I was fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up on a farm. You know, on a farm you throw around um, bales of hay, for God's sake. There's 200 and something pounds in a bag. Yeah, Jesus Christ. So you're throwing this shit around all the time. So <laughs> you, you're always, like, fit. Yeah, um, mm. But not not like a bodybuilding fit. No, no. They, yeah. But that's the thing. They, it's, you you look believably like a like a person who could lift shit rather than somebody who's done a, eaten steroids for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, is- and it's it's, <laughs> it's kind of uh, an interesting uh, thing doing it. Um, and when I was doing Circle Man, mm. I re- and I had um, the young uh, the the gentleman who was on there playing me the other fighter that yeah. I I get I begin to you know. He he was my trainer on that. Ah, oh, that no my- <laughs> way. And he was also um, he also trained the big boy when mm-hmm. he was in America, and he was very famous for carrying a fridge on his back up. I I believe um, sunset. It was sunset or the other main. Jesus. Okay, like Santa uh, Monica, drew a fridge on his back and walked up Santa Monica Boulevard. He snapped, he snapped his knee while he was doing it, and he continued to carry it. <gasps> oh, my God. He, so famous for this. <laughs> and uh, when he was working with me, the thing about it was that we, we would be doing a scene, and he'd say to the director, what, what, what are you shooting on, Bernard? And he'd say, well, I'm going to see his lats or mm, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And he'd walk me over in a corner and say, take these, do this, that, that, and this, that, that, you know, a hundred feet sort of thing. And I'd be, and he'd say, ready. They'd put me in front of the camera and my body would be right. And we'd do the speed and I'd go, oh, I like, and i suck, it's gone. <laughs> oh, it's one of those, you know, catch it while you can yeah, sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. But he, he actually um, did that. But that film itself, I just, it's just one of those amazing little films you do. And when you watch it mm. and you seriously watch it, mm. there is so many angles to him and so many angles yeah. to everybody else. And it's not just a plain villain no, good guy. No, and it's, 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 mm. it's, it's light years ahead of its time when you consider how, how popular yeah. cage fighting became <laughs> in this decade. Yeah, and it's, it, it was that thing. I, I always remember we got it. Play, it never played in America. Um, I don't. It didn't even come out on video in mm. America or, or uh, DVD or anything until just a few years ago. And they put it in Europe and England and Australia and a couple of places. And they made all their money back on a profit. And they said, "We're not going to screw it up by putting all our money back into putting it in America. We'll just be where we go." Mm. I read one of the reviews. They brought it in for me. They had this wonderful review about Oz, the fighting, and they said, Vernon Wells' fighting in some of those scenes makes Sylvester Stallone look like a little boy playing in a sandpit. <laughs> 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 and I kept thinking, 
Please don't greet this Sylvester, please. <laughs> don't bleed the crap. Um, but is this one of the big movies you're doing next year? It's UV Sylvester Stallone. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll, he's going to kick the shit out of me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, but no, it was just, I was like, wow. Mm. That's, that's incredible, man. That's a t-shirt right that there, is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I'd get that on a t-shirt. But that was a great film, and I mean, I really love working on it. Um, but that's what I'm saying. These little films that you get offered mm. sometimes have a heart and a soul. Yeah. And the people in it yeah. are the same. You know, you get all these wonderful things, these wonderful people. Don't get me wrong. I love doing uh, $100 million films because I get mm. paid. Yeah. I get a lot of yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, other than that, you know, <laughs> it's kind of. Uh, th- but yeah, you know, things like Santa Claus and I was t- doing an interview there. And I said, Why would you do Santa Claus like that? I mean, do- I went, well, let me think. This is fun. There's probably a, a million parents who will write to me and thank me for doing that. <laughs> I said, well, you, you take your kid to the mall. Mm. And- I want to see what with me. Oh, what do you yeah. want for Christmas? I went in and, 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 you know, and he's doing it loud enough for the world, dear. So now you're screwed. You've got to go buy it for him. <laughs> but now we're going to show him Santa. Yeah. Now he's going to walk in there and go, I don't want to go there. Yeah. In the box. Dude, you've just saved everyone a fucking hassle <laughs> this year, I'm man. I'm saving them a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that lovely poor. That's incredible. So you've just done this big Comic-Con over in Japan. You've done the, the comic book sign-in in Sacramento. Yep. Um, what's What would you say is like the main the main character that people know you for at these conventions? In the conventions, it's always the same thing. It's Road Warrior, Commando, Weird Science, Inner Space. Right. And believe it or not, uh, the character I played in the kids' show um, for a year. Yep. Yeah, yeah. In Time Force. Yep. Power Rangers. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's that one as well. And But then there's, uh, what I do is I used to try to take all my m- movies. I'm like, oh, 300 odd movies. It's like, have you got a whole room I can sit in? Um, yeah. <laughs> it was kind of ridiculous. <laughs> uh, so what I did was I started pruning it down mm-hmm. and I would, excuse me, take certain photos and mm-hmm. then watch the reaction and people bought them or they didn't or they didn't even look at them. I thought, well, that one's no good. Mm. And so now I've got just this sort of 18 photos that I go with, 18 to 20 photos, and that's the ones that people always want. They always mm. want a little bit. They love the ones from Commando. I've got two. I've got the one where I'm standing with the gun pointing at Classic. Arnold. Nice. And then the next one is me with this huge pipe sticking out of, of my course. stomach. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> they love those two people just, just adore those two photos like, there's an independent action figure of the steam that comes out of the pipe that killed Bennett yes. <laughs> it's just some fluff <laughs> in, a, in a box <laughs> do you know that they have a Bennett society in London what? what? <gasps> yeah hold on hold on a Bennett society yeah, it's, I, I'm not sure if, the, if it's called uh, Commando Bennett, but they have this group who every year get dressed up as Bennett and do this whole big thing. And it's, it's, well, it's kind of uh, hysterical. That's added to our calendar. Oh, God. I'm already <laughs> welcome. Yeah, okay. All right, I found it. <laughs> All right. So that's what I'm signing up to immediately after Great. this. Yeah, I, yeah. I knew it was in there somewhere, but it's, it always intrigues me. And they'll, they'll uh, you know, get in touch mm. with me. Yeah. And I'll do like a Zoom meeting or something. And they're, uh, they're like, 
oh, Matt, when you, when you can come over to London and we can have you as a special guest at our Bennett Society. And I went, oh, you God. <laughs> Um, I love them for what they do. Of course, but like, yeah, yeah. Oh, that yeah. would be a longer evening than perhaps you'd want to volunteer for. <laughs> yes, that I'm really wanted. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like going, going to a convention and having some guy walk up to your table and say, you can run, but you can't hide, and you look up and look <laughs> into your own face. You go, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> I'm like totally decked out as Wes, you know, with the pants <laughs> and the whole bit. You're like, oh. Mate, I was just going to say, man, a Wes society would be a longer evening, just a room full of assless chaps and pink mohawks, you know? <laughs> hey, come to conventions like that, and I always try to avoid the star. I actually did, I have the costume from Mad Max. My mother had it. <laughs> That's one of my questions. A, um, <laughs> On a mannequin for many, many, many years. When she passed away, uh, my brother said it and said, you know, oh. I'm either going to bury the everything thing or you take it. So he said that. <laughs> and I actually stored it in my storage for three years. I never looked at it. I was like, no way. Well, uh, um, <laughs> and, you know, if you wore that costume at a convention, you'd make so much money and sign mm. best as Wes. And I'm thinking, no, people would just want to look at my ass. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and so it just went on and on. And eventually I said, all right, I'll do it. And they got two makeup artists because I'm not going to shave my head for the no, goddamn God, no. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah of course I not. I get all this down. I'm, I've got the beard, you know. I don't want to shave the beard up unless I have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had to do all this rigging. Um, and it's like two and a half hours. Oh, and then I get Jesus. the costume on, and then we go out and we do the signing. And I've got to walk through the convention both ways. It's mm. like <laughs> walk through a group of guys whose greatest fantasy in the world was just flat as on the ass. <laughs> that must have been a fucking nightmare, man. It's not. Fun. No. So yeah. actually, I said, "Look, I can't do this. There's just, I don't mind wearing the costume, but yeah, it's too long a period of yeah. putting all this stuff on." And so, what they're doing now is, you know, those those masks you can get, which are yeah. um, um, they're like they're like real. Mm-hmm. I know real them. Yeah, yeah. they fit to the face, face, and yeah, yeah, they're actually making one that's got the the mohawk already on. I've got face paint. That's amazing. I just put it on mm-hmm. out. Yeah, and then put the costume on, and I've got it. It's done in like two minutes. So that's we're doing that, and then I'll probably wear it occasionally, but not unless it's no. you know I have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone's holding yeah. that up my head. <laughs> <laughs> It's not my favourite joy in no. life. <laughs> no, I can imagine not. It'd be like somebody asking if you could turn up as Plughead. You'd be like, ah, uh, no, uh, <laughs> <not> really, no. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's, people take these things so seriously. Which I, don't get me wrong. People, mm-hmm. Everybody that sees this, I love all of you. Mm. Don't get me wrong. I'm not mm-hmm. um, <laughs> about this, but I'm just like, people get so wrapped up in the fantasy of it. Yes. That they begin yeah. underneath that is a human being, and yeah, they yeah, start yeah. to regard you as that. Yeah, yeah, you could put that on. We could do this and do the other thing, mm. and yeah, come to my wedding and surprise my my bride. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I just got Sorry. the vision of what? two people yeah. getting married, and fucking Wes just kicks the door in. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone knows why these two should not be joined, <laughs> but you know what's the funny part of that is most of all of the weirdest requests come from. England. Um, of course. We're the weirdest people. Well, I did over there, but damn. Um, 
I'm forever sending over um, birthday greetings, wedding things, uh, happy Christmas things, which I don't mind doing. It's kind of fun, actually. Um, <sighs> but it always intrigues me uh. that someone, for their wedding, they go, oh, we've got this gentleman. I think you remember. He, <laughs> he sent a tape over for you. And then it's like me saying, blah, 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 blah. You know, I know where you live, baby. <laughs> and I like your wife. And it's, it just sort of ends. And he, I did find him. The guy rang me and he went, I think he painted. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> just like, he's coming to give me away. <laughs> oh, that's uh, there's a darker undercurrent there that I'm not willing to go into on air. No, I don't. This yeah. is my time to well away from it. I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to go there. <laughs> It's it's so much fun because you know I do that and my greatest two two greatest thing well three actually my wife mm-hmm. uh, doing things for children yep I uh, know overseas a lot to uh, undeveloped countries and build schools for children which is you know, oh, wow insane. but I love doing That's because amazing. now I'm at that point in my life and my career that I can do the stuff I can get back you know mm. I don't have to worry yeah yeah and. Uh, and the other one is animals, and um, I'm highly involved in the rescue of wolves and wolf dogs in California, and we have oh, wow. 28 of them on a property up in the mountains. So we were just, we no were literally way. just about to ask this. I've got it written here. We're big dog, dog lovers as a podcast. Uh, both Ben and I uh, are, are dog parents. Do you still foster? Yeah. And do you have a charity? Do we have specific charities that we can shout out during the promo of this episode? Oh yeah, uh, to um, Apex, 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 Apex Rescue, Apex Rescue. Yeah. fantastic. Nice. Uh, Apex, wonderful. That's the one that I I work with, and they just did a, a big uh, twelve hour uh, telethon, um, and it was, it was very funny. Actually, I had some people there, um, actors out of the kids series, you know, and um, nice. They were doing their little thing. They went out into the turn out with the wolves and, oh, and everything. How did you get into They came you... back and they went, then they would come <laughs> <laughs> and get any interaction with them. You know. And I went, oh, that's a shame. And I walked in and two of them, who I had read, one of them, way, way at the back, told me, and they went, oh, they're going roaring down. <laughs> they me, were licking me, coming up, and they both stood there went, you're such a shit. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get involved with wolves and wolf dogs? It's all okay. Short, long story. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, way, 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 way back, I did a lot of work when I first came to America. Um, I met this Indian princess, believe it or not, from the Native American Indian princess. She was an actress mm-hmm. and beautiful lady, and uh, I used to uh, see her. Okay, so we we would, you know, always chat about stuff. But one day she said to me, would you be able to or would you um, come to some of the reservations and talk to the kids? Um, just explain to them that you don't have to get in drugs and alcohol and all the rest of that stuff. Um, you just have to know who you are and your abilities and go out there and make it work. And I said, why me? And she said, well, you're an Australian and there's 350 million Americans and you fight them every day and win. And I went, oh, I never thought of it that way. Mm. And so what happened was I started going to the um, thing and I would talk to the kids, you know, I'd do this whole thing. I'd say, you know, because they all knew who I was, which was the Mm. great part of it, you know, they knew that I was um, 
wears and, and from Kabat. Yeah. Well, a big movie star, yeah. You know, I fight every day against the whole population of America in reality, not physically, but in reality to get a job. I have to compete and mm. I have to mm. No one gives it to me. Mm. And I don't go on drugs and I don't like, I don't drink. So, you know, what you're doing is just sort of a, a crutch and it's because you're a coward. So how about you stop being cowards and act like Indian? <laughs> and there was this whole big resurgence. Ah. They love me. Fantastic. And, um, I met That's that incredible, like, man. A year and a half just traveling around doing all these things. And then the, the government sort of said, well, we're going to reward you for that. And I went, hmm? And so I got the plaques from the, from the um, government for doing it. And I nice. said, oh, that's really nice. Thank you. And then lo and behold, I get inducted into the, the Choctaw Arapaho Nation. I was wow. Whoa. 120 years to actually be taken into the sweat lodge and do the whole Wow. And what they said to me was, when you walk out the door of this lodge, you know, after you've done the sweat lodge, the first animal you hear, not see, the first animal you hear is your spirit guide talking to you. And I went, well, okay, sounds cool. <laughs> and, of course, you're in this this very enclosed area, and it's very hot. I mean, you're sweating, and what happens is you dehydrate. You get to a point of where you're in there. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and when it was over, I walked outside. Those, those cold air hits you, and you're like, whoa. Yeah. This and all I could hear was this wolf howling. And wow. he came out and he said, so mm. what did you hear? And I said, I heard a wolf that was howling. He said, Vernon, it hasn't been wolves in this state for over 150 years. Jeez. Okay. I heard a wolf howling. <laughs> he said, <laughs> that's your spirit guide. That's wow. I didn't think much of it. No. I, I don't. Okay. I, went, okay. I, came, I was doing my And yeah. I happened to be talking to somebody. Uh, just randomly, and they said, oh, because, oh, that's right, my wife and I were doing a um, de detox, mm. and the guy that was running the detox, I was talking to him, and he said, oh, my, my girlfriend, one of her best friends, mm -hmm. um, has a wolf um, where they rescue wolves, and I went, mm. I'm sorry, I'm what? Sorry, come again? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And he said, you know, I'll ask her, you know, she'll come in. She does the cupping. So when she's in, talk to her about it. So she came in and we talked and Grace and I were fascinated. So we went up to the property where they had the wolves and it was raining about four <laughs> feet of water a second. And we thought, oh, they won't be doing the wolves. And we finally found them and said, uh, I guess you're not walking the wolves. They said, yes, we are. Here, hold that. <laughs> <laughs> and we got a walk up a mountain in this pouring rain. And I mean, we were getting covered in mud because they were jumping on us. And we were loving it. I mean, mm. we were just loving it. And we came down and we they went back and we we're just like in heaven. Yeah. And this was just sounds incredible. Most amazing thing. And a little while after that, really good friends of ours, Steve and Paula, they're the ones that run, uh, run Apex. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, so. We, I was talking to Paula and I said, Paula, Paula, I got, I got something I really need to tell you. And she went, I've got something I need to tell you. You'll find fascinating. And I went, okay, you're the girl. You go first. And she went, this guy came into the bar and was telling me about this wolf place where yeah. they have wolves and wolf dogs and you can go up and walk with them. And I went, oh. And she said, what did you have? And I went, 
There's this amazing place. <laughs> and she went, what? I said, Reese and I were just up there two weeks ago. You'd better come up. Well, the funny part of that story is they came and never left. Oh, wow. No way. Both of them. Steve's an amazing magician, one of the top magicians, and he stayed, and Paula was a wonderful actress and singer, and she stayed. They just They just found walked. their calling, and that was that. Just was that. And That's so incredible. what happened was eventually, uh, a couple of years later, three or four years later, uh, because of a difference in how they thought things should be done with the wolves. Yep. Mm-hmm. They broke off and they took a couple of the wolves that they had rescued and they formed their own, which is Apex. What is it? Apex Protection. Yeah, Apex Protection Project. Well, there we go. That's incredible. What an experience that must have been, man. We'll make sure that we shout out Apex and we'll we'll put like a link to to the to the charity page and stuff, so like people can find out information. Yeah, yeah for sure. Help out it, financially. We'll, yeah, we'll put that everywhere as well. And the other one, it build on. If you want to link to that, that's the one we go to when we build schools overseas for the kids. We will do as well. Incredible. I, th- I yeah. think there's but, a there's a there's a theme of. Part of the reason we were so excited to get this interview with you is, uh, again, it goes back to the thing I said earlier. Ben and I are both huge animal lovers. We're both huge film fans. We're mm-hmm. both people who have, uh, to sort of paraphrase, make do a short, long story, it had lives that were going a certain trajectory and then hit our own mental health issues and all sorts of stuff. And it all came crumbling down. And then we went, okay, well, we've been mates for you know as long as we've as well, basically since uni when we met let's let's do a thing mm-hmm. that means we have to talk to each other once a weekend so if if one of us starts going south again the other one's there to sort of check up on us and the idea that you know somebody who we grew up watching your films um you know i it, i was re-watching commando in prepping for this and I, I remember you know that scene with 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 you and arnie was was burned into my memory from years 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 back and just watching it again i was like oh my god I'd forgotten how much this film was a part of my identity growing up. Um, mm. But to see you now doing essentially whatever you want <laughs> and what you want is, is the same things that, you know, animals helping kids, mm. helping those less deprived and enjoying yourself doing something that you enjoy is, is an incredible relief and an incredible comfort to two people who were currently in a slightly like, oh, shit, maybe it's all gone wrong <laughs> kind of moment. <laughs> so honestly, it's been it's been the greatest pleasure and we can only hope that we we, we we get the chance to speak to you again. Oh, that'd be silly. Um, I'm happy to be here and I'm glad to talk to somebody about uh, Christmas tape. Great film and one that we've, we... Part of the whole thing is is that I've... I've I'm not the most experienced with independent cinema. And so we get sent a lot of screeners and um, and we watch them and we go, mm, uh, we haven't got anything nice to say, so maybe let's just not say anything at all. Um, Rob and Randy sent us this one and it was the first one that, that, that both of us just, you know, absolutely lit I up. lost my shit. Honestly, I lost my shit over the trailer. It was, it was, I, I saw the trailer and I was just sort of like, oh, hi, Mark, for Greg's hysteria. And then obviously saw Dave Sheridan. And there was a moment where it was you behind the door, just sort yep. of waving. And I was like, fuck me. All right. Yeah, we're in. Yeah, this is it. That's it. That's the three for that's the, that's the, that's like three childhood heroes all come together in one place. Yep. Fuck yeah. I, I, yeah, I, 
As I told you, I just loved it. They had so much fun. You know, I, I love mm. taking these icons that people have, and they, the, especially the ones that are the good ones, mm. and then yeah. screwing with them. So that they <laughs> yeah. Go, oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Why do you think you've got this incredible talent of like flirting between the lines of sort of like might be nice guy, might kill you in your sleep, <laughs> might be nice guy might kill you in your sleep and you dance it so fucking perfectly it's unbelievable you know who my hero is who <clears throat> well he's i think he's passed away i can't i can't um has he james bond the original Ooh. Um, Ooh, okay he was always i watched mm -hmm. him religiously uh-huh and he always he had that that mm. sean connery had that same mm. Thing mm. that you, you know, when he took the women home, you knew mm -hmm. maybe they wouldn't get up in the morning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was that wonderful thing, and when he walked into the office with money, penny, yeah, wanting money, yeah. Penny. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and there was always that mm. wonderful thing. Um, mm. And I just used to sit there watching that guy, oh my God, mm. if I could. Mm. That I would be so happy. Yeah, I you guess nail like, it, man. Yeah, you nail it. Nail it. can now. But no, that was he was one of my yeah childhood heroes growing so, up. I just like. I, I had to ask everywhere. I, everywhere I read about you being cast in Mad Max Two, it says reluctant actor. Was what's that? What's that to do with? Were, were you really not looking to be in a film? Or no, uh, well, I never wanted to be an actor. Right? Okay. Was that simple? And I reluctantly got forced into a stage play uh, written by Michel Tremblay, a French-Canadian writer about uh, Montreal wanting to secede from from Canada. Right. And mm -hmm. this, this autonomous French-speaking mm. state yeah. of Montreal and the French government going, oh, that sounds really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, he couldn't sort of go, I've got to write a screenplay. They go, yeah. So he wrote a play that was about a transvestite and a boyfriend, only two players. Mm -hmm. And uh, they came to me, of all the goddamn people on the planet, to play right? the boyfriend. And of course, uh, I said, no, I don't want to be an actor. Mm. And they said, you this, this wonderful state play, you should do it. And I didn't and I said, what's it about? And they said, a transvestite and a boyfriend. And I said, have luck with that. I hope <laughs> But it is not me. And that was my, and eventually, of course, I did it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Sandy Gore, who was George Miller's uh, girlfriend at the time, saw me on stage mm. and George said, you got to come down and see him. I mean, he just... You got to come down and see. So we and we we try and do we try and do deep research uh, to get at least one question. I thought the the primitive question would be would be our deep research, but same on the music tack though. One of my favourite bands, is, uh, Australian bands, is the Birthday Party. Nick Cave's the Birthday Party. Am I right mm -hmm. in thinking? And I might be wrong here because this is tenuous research. I had to dig very deep that you performed a version of the Birthday Party, Harold Pinter's the Birthday Party, on stage. Yes. Yes! Wait, what? <laughs> there, hold on, hold on, hold on. What is the story behind that one? <laughs> uh, well, actually, after I had done um, the first one, mm. I was uh, yeah. after I'd done that, and then I, and after I'd done Mad Max, mm. uh, I yeah. asked by the same 
director and producer uh, if I would do Harold Pinter's birthday party. And I went, can I have a look at it? Mm-hmm. And I, I just fell in love with it. It's, it's a it's, great play. It's one of the greats. Incredible. I love the fact that Harold Pinter doesn't write a beginning or an end. There's the middle. Yeah. You know, you sort of come into it yeah. where it's already begun yep. and you yeah. look before it finishes. Yep. And so <laughs> I went, this is so much fun. And of course, playing, I played the the uh, younger um, hood in it, you know, the That's Irish. who I was going to ask who you played. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fantastic. And got hood in it. And it was a, an amazing experience for an actor who's, number one, I didn't really want to be an actor, and number two, <laughs> yeah. just in is that a lot of Harold Pinter's dialogue is interlocking mm. with two yeah. people. Like, they're talking, you talk, they talk, you talk, mm-hmm. you talk. But it's same conversation yeah. from both of you. Yeah, and yeah. That, that got me. I went, wow, if I could do that, that would be just so much, you know, I'd love that. I'd be, and so I did it. And um, it was funny. Someone said to me, we're playing in this huge auditorium. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) someone said to me one night, a a person that was in it, and they were sitting up in the boondocks. And uh, they said, just watching you, because of the presence you Mm. pull out of people, Mm-hmm. He said, the scene where you take the glasses off our hero and you just hold them in your hand and just crush yeah. them, <laughs> drop them on the floor. So we heard them break. Oh, my God. And I went, what? <laughs> so we heard them break. It was so silent. Because I don't know. No, yeah, yeah, of course. You're, you're in the course, character. Yeah. Yeah. Doing my yeah. thing. And she said it was so silent in that scene when you were doing that whole thing with it was so silent. And when you took his glasses and just crushed them in your hand and dropped them, you heard everything and the whole place went. <laughs> That's insane, man. My wife did the same thing. I was doing a, I was helping out mm. at a, a class and they had their end of class thing where they, they do scenes, you know, yeah. to show people everything they could do. And I was working with this young lady and I was doing a scene from Scenes from the Bridge. And it's basically about an older man who's having an affair with a younger woman right. in in Vegas and mm-hmm. she wants to leave him because she's met someone else. So she's telling him in this scene. And in the scene, um, it's obvious that I'm not happy. Yeah. And she's talking to me and saying and Grace was there and she's watching, the whole audience is watching. And right at the end of the scene, she says, blah, blah, blah. And I just look at her and I go, uh-huh. And I reach my hand out towards her face and the whole audience went, <laughs> and then I just broke her cheek and say, I understand. And Greg went, everybody went, come on. <laughs> like, by that moment, I'm going to strangle her. It was just, and I went, what? Strangle her cheek. And it makes you understand how people look at you as an actor. Mm, yeah. And I was like, I love that, man. I mean, I, I wanted that. to kill her. She was being a pain in my ass, but. Uh, <laughs> I was being nice. <laughs> Not bad. Oh, that's amazing. Vernon, buddy, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. It has been insane. Not that cute. Um, People can obviously see you in the Christmas tapes, which, uh, if you're listening to this, is currently out. Uh, you can Google it, and if you struggle to find it, you're an idiot. Um, but if you still need some help, <laughs> you try Amazon Prime. It's on there. Um, what have you got coming up that we can we can plug for you besides Apex? Well, uh, um, the uh, apart from the the, the uh, 
four-legged ones. Mm-hmm. Um, Frost with the Vanny pin. Fantastic. There's only oh, in the nice. belt, so it's a very tight. Oh, nice. Wonderful. That's, it's um, it's gut-wrenching to be polite. It really is. Ooh, and it's okay. Amazing in it. Just, whoa. And, awesome. Um, I've got like... Seriously, I got like twelve movies coming out. <laughs> so which one? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Only what one? End of loyalty, Jeff. Oh yeah, end of loyalty. End of um, loyalty. Okay. Which is the one I, I we went over to Japan for, and nice. Uh, there's another one that I did for a Japanese director, which I believe I'm not sure what they renamed it, but it was called "You Get What You Be Careful, You Get What You Want." Oh, um, okay. Yeah, really good. Oh, um, we're gonna have to go check them first, out. The first frame until the last, it's like, whoa. Yeah. Okay. So, pressure. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's a couple of other ones like the um, the devil within or the demon within or the monster. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure which one of those three titles. <laughs> uh, but it's it's kind of fun. And uh, God, this. Fine. Well, that's amazing. It's man. been a pleasure to check them all you. out. Thank you so much for your time, and uh, be, we hope hope to speak to you I, again. Love, you guys are fun. You know, the funny thing is, when I I mm-hmm. Rob heard that I was doing this, he said, "All you got to do is lap your ass off from the side you start till Tony finishes." Hopefully, you say it's wonderful, and I say, uh, "We'll see." <laughs> oh, oh man, what a lovely guy. Oh. Well, thank you so much for your time, man. It's been such a pleasure to finally meet you. My, um, yeah, any time, hopefully it's not the last time. Seriously, any time, I would love to come back and chat with you guys. You're a lot of fun. Please do. Oh, we will, Please yeah, do. We, will take, we will welcome to your inbox being ruined. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to email I, you I every day. My, I should <laughs> tell my wife that she has to fix it when it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that it's going to be ruined by these two people. <laughs> Four emails there. a day. Vernon, yeah, Vernon, will you adopt us, Vernon? <laughs> <laughs> Vernon, we've got no daddies. <laughs> <laughs>